Dun, dun, dun. 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 Sean? I feel like I've been in a funeral for like two weeks and it's not going to be over for another like three months. See, I'm sad. Are you also sad? Sorry, I just had to mute mute my microphone because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, good good start. Good start. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great open. Welcome to Jazz Shorts, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, this sucks. There's no way around it. Also, we only podcast apparently when there's nothing to do, which makes sense because we're working all the other time, but. The- the NBA may be on hiatus, but we are off our hiatus. <laughs> uh, Hold yeah, on, I'm going to write that down. That could be a good title. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a weird couple weeks, uh, starting with a dark day in Oklahoma City, which I was not there for. I'm actually, I don't know how I feel about not being there. Like one, I think it would be awesome to have experienced the craziness live um also it probably would have scared me to death but also I think I was more scared anyway because um Eric Walden and I um the Trib Trib Jazz Tribune beat Jazz beat writer he was also not there but we had just spent the week on the road with the team uh going to Cleveland New York Boston Detroit and so we were like how many times did we interview Rudy like face to face in super close quarters last week and we counted off it was like close to seven that scared me more than anything and then like we called the utah department of health they were like yeah you're fine we are only worried about these this week's interactions and then uh you know christian wood from the detroit pistons who the jazz played the saturday before it came down with COVID 19 you're like oh yeah i'm gonna just stay inside for a few weeks here so it's been a weird week now i can confirm however breaking news that um Ryan was not guarding Rudy Gobert quite as closely as Christian Wood was. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, but still, still close. Still close. Yeah, and especially these road locker rooms are so much different than the home ones. Um, it's because the home, they usually you have a big media scrum, so you're never that close. But on the road, there's only two or three of you over there, and so you're you're hanging out. You're usually like you are fist bumping, you're slapping, high five, and you're just. You're being normal human beings. You have normal human interactions, shaking hands. There's just so many people at a locker room, at a home, like you have. So th- there was a lot more, I guess, one in close quarters with the man. That's what kind of spooked us. Um, we're fine though. It's been two weeks now. I have no symptoms. I think I'm clear, but I, I like obviously breaking news. Ryan Miller is coronavirus free, so we know. Um, but yeah, it's been weird, and especially because that just obviously created a domino effect across the entire—not even the sports world, the entire world. Like the NBA shut down, and I felt it just gave everyone else, I guess the. The the ability to shut down just one one team one one major organization just needed to do it and it gave everyone else the permission to do it too and that's exactly what happened 
no March Madness, no NHL, no no MLS, no like business as we know it is just gone. Like we just all sat in our houses for a few weeks, or for, I guess a week at this point. But it's gonna be a couple weeks. It's gonna be a few weeks. It's weird. Life is strange. I don't really know how to handle it, Sean. So how have you been handling it? Uh, things have changed. Question mark. <laughs> Question. I don't. I don't know. Here's here's the thing. And I was. We won't. We won't get into. We were talking about this a little bit offline, and we won't get into the full gamut of, of emotions and everything. Um, but this has kind of been. So, I I think we do need to acknowledge coronavirus, COVID nineteen, and kind of the NBA suspension and and every other league suspension and that kind of thing. Like it's a real thing, and like people are legitimately worried about it. Um, I, I also think that there are a lot of worries that are just so much bigger than sports. For sure. So, so like, talking about just sports almost feels trivial. Um, but we're also not public health experts. Like, we're sports reporters, so that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, and it's Hashtag weird. Sorry, sorry. But, but, like, to that point, like, I was like, you know, there's not a ton of new stuff to write on right now. Like, obviously, the Jazz have been all quarantined for the last two weeks. Um, the, like we're not getting like probably not going to be interviewing them anytime soon um, or at least regularly and so it's like okay what can I write about and I thought I'd like maybe I should break down the last few weeks or whatever what they've been doing on the court and it's like why like nobody cares like one you're not going to see this team for another three months two like there's just so many more important things going on like I, I love sports. I love how it cre- makes it so you can separate from real life at times. But there's, because of that, you also have to acknowledge that it isn't all that important in the end. I know a lot of people just live and die off their team, but like when we, something we like this happens. We almost literally live and die off of it because like it, that's our livelihood. Like that's how we make yes. a living. So yeah, like we totally get that. <laughs> It's like, no, I'm actually more concerned about my parents who were in that dangerous age room and my grandma who's 95 and she gets this, she's definitely dead. Like, like, like that's the stuff I'm now concerned about much more than, man, how many turnovers did Donovan have a day? Like, did he make that right read? Like, I just don't like, like, it just, there's a time that you kind of just have to separate yourself and this is a perfect time. Now it sucks. Cause guess what? My favorite weekend of the year would have been last weekend with March Madness going crazy. And I didn't get that. Like an off brand here, but who, what, what am I supposed to lose money on now, Sean? <laughs> like, like it just, uh, well, obviously nothing. I mean, casinos in Las Vegas have like literally started to shut down. I saw Boyd gaming was totally shut down. I think it was Boyd or stations stations. Casinos was totally shut down. So, so I mean, saving money, I guess, question mark. Um, yeah, you went, you, I couldn't hear a word. I heard you were talking there, but I couldn't hear anything. That's okay. We're obviously having trouble with this uh, video conferencing software here, but I think it's recording. <laughs> yeah. Woot. COVID-19 Anywho. podcasting. Gosh, Anywho. That sucks. Yeah, podcast, <laughs> podcasting in the age of coronavirus. Oh so, my God. so, so let's, let's run down really quick, Ryan. Um, we all know that the NBA shut down. I think that's yeah. been rehashed to death. We know what happened with Rudy Gobert testing positive. Uh, we know Donovan Mitchell tested positive as well. 
they should be coming out of quarantine here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, we'll come um, a couple days. Yeah, so, so Thursday, that, that I believe. Be, yep, so that should be coming up. Um, and, uh, and then the rest of the Jazz, also kind of in that same vein, should be coming out of there. I guess we don't call that quarantine. Self-isolation, I think it's the term they're using on that. Yeah, post, yeah, like, yeah. I think, it, they're, I think they are using quarantine. I think it's just, it's, it's different than what yeah. people think it is. Yeah. You, it a, doesn't mean you're locked into your house. It just means try to avoid being around the public as much as possible. Yeah, basically what we're all going through right now. Yeah, like it's kind of funny because we we I got the same tips. Like my like Utah Department of Health did send me the same thing. They ended up sending the jazz, and it was literally like, oh, this is just social distancing. So pretty much everyone's doing the same thing, which is it's good. Like let's try to keep this thing in check. I'm not a health expert, but I'm going to listen to the people that seem to know what they're talking about. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Speaking of things people were talking about, though, Rudy got a lot of hate if you've been firing up the Twitter webs or the web yes. machine lately for, over his positive diagnosis. Should we rehash that, or, or do we need to go into that? What, um, what, what is with all I the hate? Like, you know, I, like, I don't think it's unmerited. Like, I, one, is it's Twitter, so obviously that always gets overblown um one there, but there was there's legitimate there was legitimate frustration with how rudy handled this entire thing like among the jazz players like i remember being in new york and at that point coronavirus was just starting to kind of make its way into like more of a serious realm uh, the nba had kind of instructed their players to not do high fives with fans don't sign autographs um in madison square garden they actually a security guard had somebody back off a few fans away from the tunnel and told them explicitly like, Hey, they players will not be doing autographs tonight. Like that you can't high five them. You can't do anything. And it almost made it seem a little more real because before that you'd only heard stuff and like to actually see that happening, like, Oh man, they are really taking this seriously. Um, I don't know how Madison square garden is normally, but there was a ton of hand sanitizers everywhere in like every hallway. Uh, I would assume that's probably new, but who knows? Maybe they're just very health conscious there. And then even like kind of most locker, kind of the way with most work workplaces right now, I think. Yeah, but like, but that it kind of it kind of surprised me to like see that many. And I, I was hand sanitizing like crazy. My my biggest fear of all this wasn't getting the virus. Um, it was having to be locked into a random hotel in New York for two weeks. Was terrified of that happening. But so I, I was like. Like, I was pretty conscious, and it seemed like a lot of the players were, too. Uh, we, we ended up talking to a few of them uh, just before that game because it, it kind of was a little shocking experience to see, like, a security card backing away fans just so they could avoid an interaction. Uh, but, and so, like, you had, like, Mike Conley spoke pretty openly about it, being like, hey, you know, I've started looking at, at our hand sanitizer, seeing how much it would cost to send a bunch back at home. He started sending, like, food, looking at, like, just some emergency stuff like for his family because he wasn't there but he was like on Amazon all that to like send it to him and making sure everyone was ready and it what was pretty crazy is how many times just like like how it works before a game uh, <laughs> you have 30 minutes before a game to kind of just chill in the locker room and hopefully the player you want to talk to is available or and so like in the 30 minutes I probably saw Mike Conley wash his hands th his hands three times uh 
And so there was a level of seriousness from him, from like guys like Emmanuel Moutier, who openly said that it's like, you know, this probably isn't going to kill me, but it is spooky. Like, and that was kind of the attitude of it. It was like, we don't really understand this, but everyone around us is apparently taking this seriously. So we should take it seriously too. And I don't know if that really was what Rudy, we know now it wasn't what Rudy thought. He thought it was kind of a joke. And so I'm not going to say he does like the hate was deserved, but there was some annoyance there between him and the the locker room. It just, it, it is what it is. Um, you like the viral video of him touching all the recorders just spoke, like just showed the world that he wasn't, he just didn't take this seriously. He thought it was a joke. Obviously he didn't think he had this thing. He wasn't trying to infect anybody. That was never his intention. But it showed the level of just his his lack of seriousness towards the situation, and so when he gets it, yeah, you he's gonna be open to jokes because of that. Like, and so sure, he doesn't deserve all the hate, but it, it's not like it's unfounded hate either because he made it a joke. He ended up getting it, so it yeah, the jokes fly after that. It is what it is. That's the world we live in. Well, and and I think the kind of the hate that Rudy's seen is, is almost a little bit of a microcosm of, of the way, sort of just the different ways that, that our country, that the United States has kind of approached the coronavirus up to that point. I mean, and I don't want to get, I don't want to get political or anything on this podcast, so I'll try to serve away, serve away from that. But there were a lot of people, you know, again, not political on both sides of the aisle, whatever, who didn't really take this virus very seriously. Yeah, uh, for sure. Up, up until kind of sports leagues started shutting down and like basic ways of life started shutting down and that kind of thing. And so the people who were taking it seriously, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the medical practitioners, parents with newborn babies, um, those with, you know, 75, 80, 85 plus parents and grandparents who could be affected, negatively impacted by this virus, even if the rest of us aren't necessarily like, like those people were always taking it seriously. And so, yeah, I think there's, you've even seen a little bit of, of, if obviously probably not anger most of the time, but certainly some annoyance with everybody else going, yeah, yeah now this is serious. Like, yes, let's try to fight this. Let's try to stem the tide, uh, flatten the curve, all of those other cliche, health cliches that we're starting to use now. Like, I think you're seeing that everywhere. And so really it's pretty natural that this probably kind of seep into the jazz locker room a little yeah, and obviously, and you, you can almost tell, like, the, the perception of everything is swung with, like, you've had Rudy Gobert now being called, like, an unsung hero for getting the disease and being tested positive, so we could shut everything down. And so, like, everything is just, like, like it's one side or the other. Like, one, it also became a joke because of that. Like, it is what it is. Like, I don't think there's, like, like it's annoying like that's really all it is it's like it was annoying that he did it it's annoying that he didn't take it seriously and now it's annoying that everyone's giving him hate it's just the whole thing whole COVID-19 the whole epidemic at this or pandemic at this point is it's an annoyance for everybody and so yeah it's into the jazz locker room do I think they'll be long lasting like will the team be totally gone now after this heavens no like it is what it is. And so I think we're all, I think the Jazz are fine. I think they'll be able to go sing Kumbaya after this, shake hands and say, you know what? 
I will, Rudy's apologized. Donovan will accept that apology if it even needs to be accepted. And the Jazz will move on just fine. And, like, I, I think the, the choosing sides thing at this point is stupid. It won't happen. doesn't need to happen. Like, I don't think there will even need to be a lot of mending in the locker room. It's two, two kids, more or less, two young adults that, that you know, some, something stupid. Like, you get into beefs with your friends all the time, and you get over it. You get into beefs with your coworkers all the time, and you get over it. That's all this is. It's a small little beef. It's an annoyance, and they'll move on and forget it, and they'll start winning games again. Done. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time I've had beef with Ryan Miller. Exactly. Like, and we're still doing a podcast. We might have to be remote for other reasons than just the COVID-19. <laughs> but no, like. <laughs> you guys you guys only thought that this video conference podcast was for <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, so no, we're, I think they're fine. Like, I honestly don't think there'll be any long lasting issues because of this. I think. One, it was came as a time when there was really just no news. And so any news is news. And so it's like, yeah, Donovan's a little irritated. The jazz players are a little irritated. And the NBA might be a little irritated too because it shut down the league. But it was going to come anyway. So I think everyone realizes that. So it doesn't really matter who got it first. Or if it was Rudy who got it first. It just does not matter. But the fact is, like, I want to make it clear because I feel like a lot of people are missing this is like, I don't think the annoyance was ever that Rudy got it. It was just the annoyance of him not taking it seriously. And yes, everyone wasn't taking it seriously. A lot of people weren't taking it seriously. But when your teammate, when you had teammates who were and you were not, that, that separation happens when something like this does occur. And so that's all it is. They'll be able to bury the hatchet. I don't think anything will be negative in the future from the COVID-19 pandemic that the Jazz ended up obviously starting. It was all, all their fault. <laughs> yeah, take it seriously, people. Wash your hands. Uh, Wash can we your hands. Can we end on a little bit of a positive note, and then, we're, and then we'll uh, take a quick break and come back and talk some non-Jazz related news related to this pandemic. Yes. But I, I did want to end on a positive note because I think something really cool did come from this pandemic response. Um, and that's just seeing the, the rash of the millionaires and billionaires and celebrities, and yes, including jazz players and management now to this point, have kind of just opened up their generosity and saying, hey, we realize that the NBA season is shutting down. Um, this is affecting a lot more than just players and fans. There are people who do depend on sports for their livelihood. Um, and, uh, and the Millers have a way of, of kind of repaying, I think, at least some of those employees of Vivint Smart Home Arena and the like. Uh, Ryan, you know the story a little better than me, so can you just kind of give it, give us the TLDR version of it? If, and if yeah, you haven't think, seen it, this is on KSL.com, Desert News, et cetera. It's, it's everywhere right now. But Yeah, I think it really when it comes down to, um, you have a lot of part-time employees at these arenas, and a lot of them, like, they're almost, they're, they're in what you would call this danger demographic of the COVID-19. These, these are elderly people that are, they've been working at the arena for years. They just like being around the team. They don't get to watch the game. They're, they're your usher. They're your people that are in the hallways that you talk to. And you, you get to meet, know these people. 
and and unlikely so the jazz the jazz organization knows these players it's the people that they say hi to you go, you like walk in and like old players walk into the arena and they're talking to these people and so they've become part of the community of the team part of the family of the team and so I think this just shows that like the organization doesn't want to hang them out to dry because yeah they aren't salaried employees they're not going to get a paycheck every two weeks like these the players probably will <laughs> the, the management will um the coaching staff will um so it's all it's this is a step to say hey it's not your fault that these games aren't going ha to happen we're not going to take your livelihood away from you and i, I think it's just it's it's a the human being thing to do i think it's something that we that other companies probably need to look at and if we ha they have the means to do the exact same things to the people that are affected by coronavirus like this this we don't know how long this is going to last um we don't know how long our our economy will probably be completely restructured when it, we come out of this so it's like we just don't know there's so many there's so many question marks and so just for this simple gesture and it's probably not too much skin off of the miller family's back or or anyone's back to be able to be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna pay you what what you would have gotten, and probably even a little more. From what I, everything I've heard, it is going to be more than what their normal salaries would have been. So, it's cool. Rudy Gobert donated, ended up donating five hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand of that will go to, um, to the Vivian Arena workers. So, and then I think what was really cool. Two hundred thousand of that's going to Oklahoma City people affected by the COVID nineteen. Like, like this is someone who does care, and I think that shows you that Rudy is not a bad person never has been a bad person he was just a kid making a joke and it just was a terribly timed joke so it is what it is um but yeah i think i think the jazz and the players around the league the entire league as a whole have really stepped up to support the people that probably are going to feel the effects of this disease much more than they are yeah they're not playing but I'm pretty sure their multi-million dollar contracts will do them just fine over the next two to three month hiatus. Well said, well said, Ryan Miller, uh, fantastic host of America's Favorite Jazz <laughs> Podcast, the Jazz Notes Podcast. Um, jazz, Jazz Notes, Jazz Shorts, that one, that's the one I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we will, um, yeah, we'll take a little bit of a break. Sean's got an interview to do with a college coach. Now let's come back and we will talk about how everything else in the world of sports is being affected from the colleges to the soccer teams. I, my heart is aching that I'm not going to see some Kristen Press in my life for at least till like June. That just sucks. Um, and then we'll kind of things when we'll, we'll have our, we'll, we'll discuss how we are coping and how we are getting through these dark times. So yeah, we'll be right back after this break. You know, we all know what you're doing right now. You're sitting on a couch, maybe at a table, bored, nothing to do. You're not at work. You're pretending to work. So what do you do with this fill your time? Well, we got a nice little website called classifieds.ksl.com or just KSL Classifieds, as the people in the know know. Um, I know it might be scary to buy from people right now with the coronavirus and whatnot, but you don't have to buy to browse. You can just look. See what people are doing. See the crazy amounts of money people are charging for hand sanitizer. 
before we take those away. We try to try to eliminate those. Um, but yeah, spend your time wisely by looking at cute pictures of puppies, or maybe a new snowmobile, or maybe a puzzle. I probably wouldn't recommend a puzzle, but there's plenty of stuff to look at at KSL Classifieds. KSL.com. Come for the classifieds. Stay for the news. And we're back. Um, yeah, the, the Jazz NBA, they weren't the only ones to shut down. There was a lot, pretty much everything. Sean, what was what what sport are you gonna miss the most during this um long hiatus that will probably take us to I don't know, 2024 at this point. I don't know. I feel I feel like we're probably not going to get out of our houses until at least the turn of the next decade, right? Yeah, like, you just got to pre- prepare for the worst at this yeah. point. Like, 20, if I'm 20, leaving, 30, like, like 2030, 2040. I, I figure, you know what? I'm going to prepare myself to leave home by 2050. And that way, <laughs> I'm almost guaranteed to not be disappointed. Um, and what a beautiful thing this is, Sean. Now you have the perfect excuse of why you're not dating anyone. Hey, right? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about Sean's dating life some more. No, no one wants to. Uh, well, yeah, we no, just nobody, did. nobody wants to hear about that. End of, end of story. We're done. Um, Speaking of Sean's lack of a dating life, though, you want to know <laughs> what I'm really going to miss, Ryan Miller? What, what is that? I'm going to miss the NWSL. Well, yeah, and by NWSL, uh, those in the know know that as the National Women's Soccer League, uh, that's been suspended. They will not kick off their season on April 18th. It's true, and I went to like literally every game last year, and that was a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed some women's soccer. Uh, Kristen Press is pretty much the best player in the world right now, so that sucks that we don't get to see her at the top of her game playing in Utah. Disappointing. Yep, disappointing. Um, yeah, that's that sucks. Uh, no spring ball. I bet you're devastated about that right I am, now. <laughs> I am so upset that spring football has been yeah, okay. not quite canceled, but it ain't happening, people. Okay, I'll say it. I don't cover spring football anymore, but if I were you or our boss, Josh, I think this would make me irrationally excited. Because there is nothing in this world I hated covering more than spring football. Like, it is the most pointless, stupid thing ever. Like, you just make up storylines that you're just like, you know what? These storylines are going to be the same as when they are in August. Let's watch a spring game between a bunch of third and fourth stringers. This is fun. Oh, no one of importance is ever available for media? Or even playing right now. Yeah, I hated it. It's dumb. I get why it's important. Don't get me wrong. Like, 15 extra practices, not a bad thing. But, oh, it is the worst thing to cover. So, congratulations. You got out of that. Yeah, no more spring ball. Um, I won't go quite as far as to say I'm excited that spring football is over. I do do think that the spring season is important for college football programs. Um, But I will say – I will say I am not not disappointed that I no longer have to write that story about the third string left tackle and whether or not he will make the 2D. So. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what else is important for the NBA season? Um, August workouts. I don't have to cover those. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's they're, true. They're, they're pointless. That's true. There's not a lot of stories there as 
many yeah it's what you just said third stringers up the wazoo so that's not a bad thing speaking um, of third stringers up the wazoo uh major league soccer is also currently on hiatus <laughs> a nice little reminder we do have a major league soccer team there is an mls team they are called real salt lake um they're currently under quarantine like the rest of us so it's about as long as we need to spend on them i think yep um one piece uh, away from being a contender is what a local outlet once said yeah sure <laughs> So, um, and then a new one we got finally official yesterday as the Olympics are gone. Oh yeah, the Olympics are now. So, so yeah. Can I can That's I say fun. I am I am actually a little bit irrationally upset at the oh. uh, current postpone, postponement or suspension of the Olympics. I do love the Olympics every three years. Um, so I'm I am a little bit upset with that. Like I totally get it. I totally understand it. Like you. You can't bring athletes and, together from all over the world. Right and I now. think, I th- and I think it's even more than that. It's obviously there's, but even say like they figured out a way everything is safe in come August. Um, you look at the two first sports that really started this thing were the swim, swimming and track and field. And it makes sense because those two teams are probably are in quarantine like everyone else. They can't go and swim. They can't go and run. They can't train. Yeah, pools and are literally those, closed right now. And those two sports, probably more than any other, if you just take a couple weeks off, let alone a couple months off, you are like you're recovering from that break for a long time. And so I think those it made a lot of sense for those two teams. Who were like, hey, look, if they're really going to quarantine us for two months so that we can't get in and get trained, like we like this this is an issue. Like we don't want to go and be. 50% of our best selves come Olympics time. So I think it makes sense. Push it back a year or whatever they plan on doing. And so we'll, we'll, we'll and make, it, make it the world-class athlete showcase that we've, we're, we're used to. So it does suck. Like, the Olympics are great. Like, I, I know we only care about most of these sports every four years, but make, make it so those four sports or the, those sports are actually good when they come around. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so those are all, those are most of the sports that we don't have right now. Uh, so yeah. football, basketball, RIP March Madness, the Olympics, <laughs> Major League Rugby has been canceled. We should throw them a token mention. Um, so yeah, so pretty much you everything. You wrote a whole on story high. on that. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, you can read that on KSL.com if you want, whatever, or not. I don't uh, know. You know what else is on KSL.com and a sure sign that we have nothing to write about, but actually we would have put this out anyway, so. Oh, are you um, talking about the bracket? Our bracket of board games. The bracket. The bracket. The bracket. Um, let's see, Sean, which result, we're in the Sweet 16 currently, currently voting. Yeah. It was, as you listen to this, it'll probably be to the Elite Eight. And I'm stoked for one Elite Eight matchup that better freaking happen. But, Sean, what is um, your surprise board game so far? Uh, do you mean surprise in a good way or in a bad way? Sure, I don't know. Whatever you want to well, go with. Well, let's start with the good way, okay? Speaking, we've been irrationally upset about a lot of things on this podcast before. You know what makes me irrationally upset? Josh Furlong, I'm calling you out. How in the bloody frogs is risk a 14 seed. He explains it in the article. He just used the rankings. You can't expect me to read. Come on now. (laughs) Don't expect me to read this. It's some nerd board game list. I don't know. Apparently it's a big thing. You know what makes me irrationally upset? 
Um, Candyland is still alive. Like, yeah, I know everyone played Candyland. You literally draw a card. There is nothing fun about playing Candyland. Oh, nothing good. The best thing and about so Candyland is that you can play it with a two-year-old the same way yeah, you the, play it with a 22-year-old. And, and when that's the best the part of the game, game it's garbage. Um, but yeah. uh, Elite Eight matchup coming up. Might not have it cause, happen because pandemic might just win this thing because, you know, we're in a pandemic. We are in a, we are in a pandemic. <laughs> so Very on brand but, right now. Um, so I think they, they've been kind of rolling right now. But uh, Settlers of Catan versus Ticket to Ride in the Elite Eight looking like, hmm, that's, that's a juicy matchup. All right, and this is put, where I'm at, is getting excited about board game matchups. Let's let's yeah, put a call out to the Jazz Shorts Army. Go over to KSL.com. Check out our so bracket sad. channel. We need Ticket to Ride mm-hmm. to finally beat mm-hmm. Connect 4, to end Connect 4's mm-hmm. miracle run. Also, I, I don't know why everyone hates Connect 4. I like Connect 4. Connect 4 is a fine game. Uh, we're going to have to disagree on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like I, I got a little hurt with Ticket to Ride versus Clue. I love Clue too. I'm a big Clue guy. I'm, I, as you can see, I'm a kind of a gamer of I played them when I was ten years old. But <laughs> I do like a good board game. But yeah, um, any that you're uh, ridiculously sad did not have are already eliminated. Uh, the ones that are already eliminated. Yeah. Any any crush you right now? And now you're. Now you're really asking me to call back. I was a little bit upset that a uh, clue like you didn't make it through, but I mean, it just ran into a powerhouse that is six seated ticket to ride. Um, going back to Connect Four, big reason why I'm disappointed <laughs> with Connect Four right now is because they beat one of the few games that I've actually owned in multiple formats, i.e., as a tablet game, like mm-hmm. on my tablet and also as a board game. Connect Four over Carcassonne. I mean, come on now. The 15 seed to Connect Four, first, first beating out number two seed Orleans, whatever that is, um, and then knocking off seven seed to Carcassonne. I'm, I'm very disappointed with that. So, all right, Carcassonne. We I do enjoy. Okay, so like every other office in America that features like 25 to 40 year olds, we're big fans of Parks and Rec at KSL.com. Um, we snuck in cones of Dunshire, 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 I think, um, into this bracket, the Ben Wyatt fake game. That actually is a real game now. Funny. And it did. Uh, it beat the number one overall seed in the first round. So that was fun. Like, win one for us. And lose one for actual gamers, because apparently that's like the greatest game. I think it was Gloomhaven is like the greatest game ever created. It costs like 200 bucks, so I will never probably play it. But, yes, board games. Uh, speaking of board games, Sean, that is something we can do during quarantine, I guess, a little bit. And, you know, now we are going to, because, you know, also on the KSL Jazz Sports Podcast, we love our unnecessary drafts. We do love our so unnecessary now, drafts. We are going to draft the top, let's see, four each. Let's go four each. Top four each things um, to do during quarantine. Um, we Top four to, things to do during quarantine. We didn't decide who had number one pick, so we um, pick a number between uh, one and ten. I think I had the number one pick last time, so let's give it to All you. Right. This time. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, I'll swing for the fence. I'm going Netflix right now. Whoa! I'm taking Netflix. I just think all streaming services as well. Streaming services are mine. You. Made a terrible decision. 
going number giving me number one. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's fine because uh, this is a snake draft because it's always a snake draft. Gosh, yes, it always is. And so uh, my number one pick, since you took streaming services off the board, <laughs> which low key hot take, uh, Netflix currently outside my top three in overall streaming services. Yeah, it's fine. I'm can taking I, all three of them. I'll take all five that? or whatever. All right, fine. Uh, give me a little Disney Plus any day. We are all in this together, after all. Um, so I'm going to take video games I'm with my number one overall up. pick. Given, fine, giving those up. Because really, I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> like when I haven't been working or calling people or jumping onto conference calls or Zoom video chats or whatever during my last what is it day number 472 of oh, quarantine gosh. that's only that um, long yeah i've been playing i've been playing a lot of video games so i'm gonna take that i think this is a kind of a powerhouse pick okay. um okay and then with my number two pick i am going to take old sports replays Ooh, good choice um, so CBS right now, obviously CBS and Turner Sports are the owners of March March Madness or the NCAA basketball tournament, and uh, CBS Sports Network has been re-airing classic uh, NCAA tournament games of the last like 30, 30 years in just a marathon in succession. CBS gets in on the weekend too, but I guess they have other things like news or whatever to broadcast. Yeah, lame, now. right? Whatever. Also, I know yeah. I, we so talked about the old the sports replays. I want. The, this just become a movement. I want everyone to release their preseason scrimmages. You got tape. I know you got tape. Otherwise, you ain't going. There's no reason to play them. I want to see Steph Curry's preseason scrimmages. I want to see Damian Lillard's preseason scrimmages. Donovan Mitchell. I want to see these when they were all in college. I think it would be fun. I'm very upset about this. Um, all right, number two for me. Oh gosh. Uh, um, you literally have named the three things I've done for the last two weeks. <laughs> um, I, I did one other thing. Uh, painting. I'm going to take painting. Gosh, I'm telling on myself right now. Um, and um, cooking. There we go. More, mostly just baking a copious amounts of cake. As um, my wonderful roommate said when I, said, I told him I was making another cake today. And he's like, well, you do gotta eat. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta eat. I'm, I'm gonna be so fat. I, I'm gonna get I will, so fat. I will say, cooking has been one of those hobbies that, like, you know how there are always things that you, you don't think you're very good at, um, until you like get into it and you start realizing, like, oh yeah, I can actually do this. Cooking has kind of been one of those things. Yeah, it's just like it's following, days. it's following instructions. It's not hard. Like, cool. A quarter, a fourth cup of butter, fourth cup of brown sugar. I'm describing cookies. Gosh dang it. Well, and then, but I mean, you got to experiment some, you know, put in like yeah. this extra spice or like this. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm making a, I'm making a big old chili right now. So that should be fun. You won't be able to do that because you're going to be playing video games and you're lost out on cooking. That's fair. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, well, so after playing all my video games and watching as many old sports replays as I can, um, you know what I think a lot of us have been doing during self-quarantine that actually might be, might be good for American society at large? We've been 
spending time with the family. Oh gosh, you're so, so lame. Yeah, I'm lame. gonna turn this into a little bit of a '90s sitcom moment, but I, I think, I think people have have realized that their family is still there, and uh, you know, kind of taking this time to reconnect. You know, the kids are out of school. Um, everybody's doing it. Like, if you have children and whatever, I guess. Um, so yeah, so spending time with family. I think, uh, I think that's. I, I personally haven't done this very much because. You know, I'm single, as has been documented on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think a lot of people are, and I think I think this is a pretty good draft. You go, you go spend time with that imaginary family, Sean. You got yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and spend time with my future family. Um, and for my final pick, um, you know what? Let's get out of the house for once. <laughs> Let's go for a walk. Obviously, okay. gyms are closed down, pools are shut Solid. down, you can't actually work out, so go for a walk. Okay, um, I'm going to be a company man here. Spending time on KSL.com. That's pretty good. Pretty good time. <laughs> but really just reading. Read a lot. It's been a good time. I, I'm so bored. Like, all the things that I like, it's one of those things that this whole quarantine just creates. Is like, all these things you've thought, like, man, I've always wanted to have time to do this. But when it's forced, it's just, it's annoying. Like, I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's a fine book. I wish I wasn't having to read this because I have nothing else to do. Like, it's just, I never realized how um, closely connected my life was with live sports. And like, it, that sounds silly because it's like, that is my livelihood. But it's, it's, it's more than that. Like, I remember when Bernie Sanders... And Joe Biden had their debate like five days after the everything shut down. It was electric to me. I'm like, yes, I need this in my life. So Bernie, stick around. We need another debate like weekly, just just for funsies. I don't even care about anything else, but just give me entertainment. It's it's been a weird, weird past couple of weeks. It's gonna be a weird month, few months. Maybe the rest of our lives, I don't know. Like maybe coronavirus is just our new overlord. I, I, I'm not a medical doctor. I just want to be told I can go outside again and be with friends. <laughs> uh, true story. Um, there are currently betting odds and parlay cards for uh, the next Democratic debate. So yes, to fill that out. Um, um, and yeah. Oh gosh! I'm well, we'll have to we'll have to send some info into that. The, got uh, my that got my juices going place. way too much thinking about betting on a democratic debate. <laughs> yeah, I'll, sports, I'll, please come back. I'll I'll send you I'll send you some of the prop bets for the next. Oh, please debate do that we please do yeah. yeah, and that will be our next jazz shorts betting on the democratic debate on Brad. Um, yeah, but uh, I uh, think that's yeah. everything. You guys, uh, we're probably. Well, I, I will just tell the people, all uh, 40 or 50 of you listeners, that uh, do, we enjoy we this love, podcast. We love all of you. Yeah, we love each one of you. Uh, we may be doing this a little more, because if you can't tell, we're a little bit bored, stuck at home, sitting at home. So uh, go subscribe to us over on, go subscribe to Jazz Shorts over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, whatever podcatcher you use. Um, and uh, let us know. If you have like an idea for an episode, something we can talk about, maybe a bracket that we can talk about that's not board game related, we're totally open to that. Uh, any ideas for fresh hashtag content out there, 
um, we have time. We can do it. So, yeah. But with all of that, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy quarantine. And I don't know. Go, 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 life. Go, let's beat the virus together, everyone. <laughs> We're on this together. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> have a good one, everyone. Let's go.